Welcome to Third Culture Block, a place where we have fun, creative, and sometimes serious conversations about everyday experiences that shape the stories in our corner of the human narrative. I'm Mohammed Ismail. I'm Wissar Dubriel. And I'm Ahmed Mustafa. I know, I know what to get you for your birthday. I need to get you one of those like movie. Oh, the little clicky clacky thing. Yeah. Yes, yes, I've seen them. That's what you're getting for your next birthday. Forget cake. You got way too much cake this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, the man got eight cakes. What's yes, that about? Eight. <laughs> so no. Well, I mean that's hyperbole. But okay, we'll go. We'll, we'll go along with that. I I saw uh, at least I, pictures of four, and you told tale of others. So like. Uh yeah, there were four. There you go. Oh. So that's why there you, you go. saw. Well. <laughs> well, there you go. It is hyperbole. Who, who, got, who got you the fourth one? Uh, the building. Oh. I live in. Wow, they like you. Wow. What? <laughs> what do Every... you mean? Okay, you know what? You don't need to sound surprised when you say that. That's first of all. I like Muhammad. Second of all. It's very confusing. Yeah, there you go. I agree. It's very confusing. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do Secondly. you tip them? Do you? What do you do exactly? How do you get them to like you? Yeah. It's, it's I don't not have to do anything. Cr- People not just a... naturally like me. It's not People a... gravitate towards my positive energy and it, vibes, it's, okay? It's <laughs> not a confusing... It's not like, oh, Muhammad is not a likable person. It's more along the lines of, like, are you that close with your building? Like, what? Right, like, what? did you That's, save their child the from, part, like, a, right. like a photography building. fire? Yeah, something like, like that. Like, for yeah. me, my relationship with my buildings I mean, have always been either, here's my rent, take my money... Or, hey, there's a squirrel stuck in my closet. Can you please get it out? That's the end of the relationship. So <laughs> I never got a cake. I never got anything. So what do you do? What do you do? This, this is no longer an interview. This is a how, to, how do you milk the system here? You yeah, I think, it's, I think it's probably just different where you are. You must have like a different relationship with the doorman. You must see them every day or something. Because mm. I don't even know who runs my building. Like, I don't think <laughs> I've ever seen anybody. I don't even see my neighbors let alone the people I, I think the person when i signed for my my apartment i saw her once and i spoke to her on the phone once and i've not seen her since i've been here it's almost two years oh wow so, yeah <laughs> i don't know i think the main takeaway from all of this is that people like me more than they like that's you. that's what i'm getting out of it yeah no, the main takeaway the... is we all need to move to where you are so we all get different cakes cake. for our birthday oh you're right like if, I, if they're get willing to give a cake for muhammad then it, well, imagine if we went you know like what i mean we? i have three kids and everybody loves kids right so i probably get more than just cake you, that's, that's except when you have to lock yourself in two different rooms to get away from them thing about the cake oh, oh. i know we've kind of moved on from the cake but i just have one <laughs> just slightly about five minutes think, ago but go ahead fix it in I post think, muhammad just put it back I in think, <laughs> no muhammad, how do you how do you know not everybody in your building gets a cake on their birthday i'm sure everybody. i was actually going to say full disclosure every single person gets cake oh. Oh. so you're not special they wow. just have his wow. birthday it's like know. it's wow. like i don't know i feel like i feel like if it's kind of like saying like everyone everyone has superpowers, so no one has superpowers. Like I feel like you know you still got the cake. That's pretty special. We I don't mean, have cake. If, I mean, if even has, if everybody could fly, I was gonna say 
it doesn't make it any less special that you could fly. Right? I, I mean, say, like, given like, a couple generations, like, everybody's flying. It's yeah, not that like, big a deal. But you still could fly. So, you know, whatever. But you could still fly. You could be the... But you could fly. But what if it's commonplace, you know what I mean? Like, if everyone had different wings. If everyone had different wings. That would be different. But, like, if everyone's just, like, flapping. Hey, wait. But then that wouldn't be a superpower. That'd just be a human with wings. It'd be like humans just walking. Yeah. Same thing. So that's where it won't be special. Way to ruin superpowers for us, Adam. It wasn't meaning to. I'm free cake. And free. I'm free anymore. I don't want to. I know. I've never heard people complain and try to rationalize free cake like you guys. It's free cake. Technically, it wasn't free. Like, people paid for that cake. At the cost of your rent, you know? So you paid for it with the the rent anyway. So... Actually, At the end of the day, Muhammad is it. <laughs> you pay for cake from your rent every single year. This is, is this the first time they gave you cake? Because I've never heard of them giving you cake before. Every single year I've been in this building, they've given me cake. Really? <laughs> well, honestly, it... Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You guys are laughing. Who got cake for their birthday from a building and who didn't? Hey. Who doesn't know the person who works at the door? Who doesn't even know their neighbors? Who doesn't know their neighbors? Sorry? What? Hey, what was we, that? We know our Sorry, Wasal, I can't hear you. We know the, our neighbors. The, the drowning they voices of cake. regret of even opening this <laughs> can of worms. Give us more than cake. This, this reminds me of that Eddie Izzard bit where it's like, cake or death? And then they, they, uh, they're like, oh, I, I, think, I, think I'll, I think I'll have to, you know, I think I'll have the cake. It's like, oh, all of cake, out of cake. Oh, he's got any turkey or anything? It's like, oh, all right, yeah, see. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, the other bit is when he goes on he goes cake or death and the one guy goes death and he goes aha and he goes no 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 no, no sorry i mean cake i mean cake i mean cake oh, it's like go ah, on then go on, go on then <laughs> i feel like those are the options you had in the, like the contract when he first got it the lease i was like cake or death it's like <laughs> thank cake. god i signed the right bit because <laughs> i never re- i never read the contract oh dear how are you doing today Ines? I'm I'm good. I'm a little tired. We've had to get our midterms ready today. Today was the deadline. Oh, so it's all oh, you're in the middle of it all. <laughs> so Ines is a teacher. I, I gathered. Yes, for the listeners, Ahmed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, the listeners. I'm not just talking to these nice people. <laughs> oh, there yes, someone else. Ah uh, yes. yes. Um. So what kind of teacher? Like what grade level are we talking about here? Well, what, what I teach is... science and mm. I actually didn't start off as a teacher. I didn't graduate as a teacher. I have a master's in pharmaceutical science and medicinal chemistry. So I worked in research Whoa. when I was in the UK. I was working Whoa. in, um, yeah, research. Um, so I was working in a big lab over there. And then when I moved to Sweden, I kind of fell into teaching. Mm-hmm. I was applying for jobs and they needed someone who spoke like me <laughs> and had my and had my degree basically. Um, I wasn't right. a qualified teacher, but they just needed someone. So I came along and they said we need someone who can come running, just not just like walking into the job. And yeah, I did that. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I was scared for the first two three months because I thought, what if I'm going to fail these students? What if I'm not good enough for them? Because I've never right. had any like actual. This is what a teacher does. This is what you need to do. I kind mm-hmm. of just, you know, went in there and hoped for the best. And then 
I was like, well, if I'm doing this for a while and I might as well get qualified. So then I did a long distance PGCE. So now I'm actually a qualified teacher. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. So then they can't kick me out. Like, that's it. I, got, I have a permanent <laughs> contract. Science has always been uh, a love of mine. So, mm -hmm. and I've always enjoyed teaching it. I think I remember when people asked me what I wanted to do when I was young and I was like, yeah, I want to find the cure to ca for cancer or something like that. Mm. So research was there, but then I'd say, but I also want to stay in the education system for as long as possible. So technically, was... I'm still in the education system. Yeah, I was just I about left. to say, like, like yeah. baby, you knew us up and like, here you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I can't seem to leave it. And I was like, I was teaching seven to nine. And that was mm. that was scary because hormones, kids, oh, yeah. there's a lot oh, yeah. that goes on there. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I moved down to uh, three to six. And that's a completely different kettle of fish. Like, that's completely different. <laughs> Kettle of fish? How, yeah. how, how does that sound? I knew that would tickle your fancy. Kettle of fish? <laughs> oh my god. Barrel of monkeys? Is that, <laughs> is that how that's no. supposed to be said? Kettle of fish? Wow. Actually, I was thinking, so uh, this is kind of maybe a little divergent, but you were talking about the pharmaceutical stuff at the beginning, and you're like, uh, yep, and then you moved on. It sounded like you hit an NDA in your mind, and you couldn't, like, move past it, or was it just like, that's all you had to say about pharmaceuticals? <laughs> no, I miss it. I I miss research, and mm. I think if there was a possibility, maybe I would go back, but the way things are, I find that teaching for me as a wife as a mother uh, working as a teacher is the best I get both right. best of both worlds I get to be independent and I get to work and I get to be myself and I get to give the world what I can um, but then I also get my breaks with my kids so whenever they have a, a half term or sports sports break or winter break I have that as well as a teacher that's a privilege that if I was working in research I wouldn't I would get five weeks per year. I would I would work eight to five, but um, I wouldn't see my kids as much. And yeah, we try and sort of we like to keep them at home more than yeah in school. So the best thing about Sweden is a lot of their schools finish pretty early, just like in Libya. You know when you have like half days, yeah, it's pretty similar here. And you can keep them in like after school clubs, and that's like a rare a rarity for us. We'd rather like have them at home more than in school because then they're not really our kids anymore. We're just keeping them, feeding them dinner, putting them to bed. Whereas if right. they're here from the afternoon, like you can talk to them and like you, they need to understand the culture. They need to understand the religion. They need to understand the family dynamics and how everything works. They need to know that you're their parents. Yeah. Otherwise you're just, you're just like a, I don't know, a landlord. Here you go. Here's your dinner. Go to bed. See you tomorrow. I'll wake you up at six. I, I wish. I wish my landlord made me dinner. You, you, you get your cake. 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 You can get a. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's actually You're something we talked breakfast. about like in our in our first episode where it's like we were talking about like oh yeah Arab parents they're like what is my house a hotel like you you come here and then mm. you just like leave to go out with your friends it's like right. I feel like we we were talking very much from a like child like in like a child point of view whereas like you're bringing in kind of the mom point of view it's yeah. like yeah like I totally want to spend time with my family when I have my family um, yeah exactly I, I think that's great um. But is it, like, mutually exclusive from doing, like, research? Like, if you're, I don't know, if, like, lab research versus, like, 
like academic research is is that kind of what you were talking about like doing like actual lab research i was in the lab yeah i was uh, i was testing inhalers and nasal sprays and things like that oh um, okay gotcha gotcha yeah so i don't think that's the secret i didn't tell you the name of the product it's all good no it's you fine. Didn't. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't sign anything and that was the last episode of Third Culture Block. So, uh, <laughs> right. Until the yep. lawsuit blew. Uh, ugh, until the. Lo- uh, uh, law, suit, follow me. Law, the irony suit. the one person who studied law can't say lawsuit. <laughs> I was going to just be like, oh, this is this is how Ines makes a quilt out of us. Because we're all sued. We're all sued. <laughs> so, so, sewing. So oh, God, no. Sued. No. no. no? How much do you have to agree no. with me? That was bad. No. Ahmed that, Ahmed, that was so bad. I'm keeping it in. Shame. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like we know, we have like a little feel of it's like career wise and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, who is this guy that is, uh, that's on the podcast? How is he related to you? And like, what, what was it like growing up with, um, him as a, as a, as a thorn in your side? Oi. <laughs> Oh. To be honest, I mean, I would just like. We have all the time in the world. I don't. I don't so... think we do. To be honest, I, we'd have to be here all day. I know you wow. can time. Okay. I love time. how I don't know where to start. I don't know where to end. You know, Ahmed totally the joys, sold you back. The joys, the joys of being the editor of this podcast. <laughs> I can cut that down to like three seconds. Boom. How was life with Muhammad? Um, Great. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> when, we were, when we were kids, when we were kids, there was a lot of there was a lot of disagreements. There was a lot of fighting. But I guess that's Ooh, the same with all siblings. About. To be honest, at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we were angels. Angels. I'm just kidding. No, we weren't. We were devils. Nah. We were, I mean, we were, we were good. He he would. So he was the naughty one. Oh. So there was us three what? initially. Wow, was Muhammad, me. that's not how you explain it. I don't know. It. Like, really? There was me, so my sister, days. and then Muhammad. Um, okay. And uh, us three, and then there was Mama know. had like a gap of like seven years before she had the other two. So it was mm-hmm. us three for a long time, and he was the naughty one. He was the one that would always get into just trouble. Lies. Just and his teacher, defamation. like at school. Defamation, man. It's just... No, no, I have Muhammad, she's talking. Exactly. Stop interrupting me. I'm Thank here. You. I'm here for this funny story. This is how we're starting. Um, his, his teacher would always call me in to their classroom because he was misbehaving, and she'd say, "Could you speak to your brother?" Like that <gasps> was that was <laughs> like, that's one story. That's school. Oh my uh, he goodness! He was getting into fights. Um, he would never keep a pair of shoes longer than maybe like a max two weeks because then he holds in it and Baba at the end was like, listen, I think I'm just going to get you like a pair of metal shoes because this is ridiculous. Um, so that's like on his primary school. And then secondary school, he was like, okay, he's a little bit calmer. He's sort of like growing. Um, right. Yeah. This is we have I have stories from Libya. This this is one I wanted to share, and he he doesn't remember this, but this happened. So because it never happened. It did happen. It, it did happen. The I fact will that call you Mama don't right now, and we can ask her. It happened. <laughs> and put her on speaker. We oh, have to put her on speaker for the whole world to hear. So we were in Libya, <laughs> oh, and we were packing so up, getting ready to go back to the UK. And Mama does like the whole, you know, rolling the carpets, putting the mattresses away, things like that. And she was uh, in the mudwa, so like the men's sitting room. Mm-hmm. And um, I can hear her just calling Mohammed, Mohammed, and I'm in the other room, and I was having a nap, 
So I get up and I'm like, Claire, look, mum, I shouldn't be like, what's what's wrong? And she's like, there's a scorpion. So then I get the first like shoe I can find or shib shib, and I hit it a few times <laughs> and then I go back and then I can hear mum. <laughs> just the back to the nap. Mohammed, Mohammed. And then I get up again and I go up and I was like, what's wrong? She's like, it's not dead. So I hit it a few more times and then I'm like, it's dead, it's fine. And then Mohammed comes down because he was on the roof taking pictures with his camera. And wow. he comes down uh-huh. and he looks at it and he goes, Haram alaikum Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you kill it? <laughs> oh my God. And I looked God. at Mama and I'm like, you called him the first time and he didn't come, I did. And then the second time you called him, even though I came the first time, and now he get a Haram alaikum. This is your son. Wow. Good luck to you. Wow. He's so gentle. Two things. First thing, I never heard her calling me. Uh-huh. Which That's is probably awesome. why I never came down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, second mm-hmm. second thing, why would you kill a scorpion? Um, wait, can hold someone please explain that, that to him? Question. <laughs> hold on. Did you, like... The scorpions are to be killed. These it's are like not the poison spider. kill your mom kind of scorpion, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, this yeah, is... yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. put it in a jar and then take it outside. I'm no, sorry. you kill I'm, it. I'm sorry, guys. Pause one second. Sorry. This is not kill or be killed, okay? Was it, was it, Inask? Hold on. Was the scorpion inside or outside? It was inside. It was, it was, <laughs> it was inside. That's no man's land. That's no bug land. Muhammad, sometimes. I don't care. If it was outside. So, I'm gonna put this in here. Also, also, oh the fact that my mom called me again yeah. is further proof that I am her favorite child. Yeah, yeah, we know this. <laughs> no, no, this is not. This is not. This wasn't a question like, of discussion. favorite child or not. We know this. This is a thing. We talk about it openly in the family. Do we know why he's her favorite? Wait, why? Well, I think I think um, he's willing to make the choice sometimes. You know, no, like, no, no. In that in that situation, oh, like. No, it gets he a lot cho- deeper than that when it comes to like why he's her favorite. So I'm I'm the firstborn. Mm-hmm. I am a girl. Okay, check. Do oh. we do we like girls that are firstborn? Not this is not my parents. This is nothing against my parents. This is the mushtama. This is the community that my mom yep. Yep. was in. Then yep. my sister came along, so that's girl number two. And then he came along. Boy number one is what boy number one. You know, you know what? I, I I also am favorite and boy number one. Wow, it's weird. Because I thought of, that I, is purely coincidence. That's coincidence. That has nothing, it's gotta that be. That has nothing to do. I was thinking. Do. There's I was, no weird I was societal thinking, thing. No, no. I was genuinely oh God, sitting here. I'm like, wow, this is why these two get along so well as well. Because yeah. you both are Mommy's the boy boys. number ones. Yeah. And mom's favorite. Hey, like, hey, we saw it. Uh-huh. Wissal, stop trying to wedge between us, okay? Yeah. Maybe we get along because Ahmed and I like hey, each other. Hey, Mohammed, right. I would like to remind you that as soon as Inas got on this podcast, Ahmed back. He literally sold you <laughs> and he said, a thorn in your side. No, I'm, you know. You he know, we, did it. I, he did it for jokesies and material. Yeah, it's for content, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> we can't be doing things just for content. That's not okay. You it's know, not authentic. This entire podcast you know? is exactly that. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. How do we explain this though? We saw is the third and only daughter, the third child and only daughter in her family. You literally just said it, the only daughter. And she is the favorite. Bar none, farthest and furthest, the favorite child in her family. 
because she's the it's youngest be- and she's no, the no, only no, daughter. No, no, no. I have one. Youngest? I have one younger. She has no, one more baby a behind brother. her. Uh-huh. She's a weird, misshapen middle child like me. You know? She is so. because she's the only girl. It's because I'm the only girl. Yeah. Isn't that- have you ever heard Daddy's Little Girl? Yeah. I'm yeah. the only girl. Also, she is a giraffe human. She is. Um, I'm actually rare. the shrimp of all of my siblings. Um, the rest of them, I'm like that. I'm like the smallest giraffe in the herd of giraffes. It's. <laughs> I'm. I really. I have the smallest feet, the smallest size in clothes. Everything is just. It, it, for for record, uh, Ines, like mm-hmm. we saw, is like six feet tall. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. or, six foot one. Or um, I guess like five stones, whatever, whatever it is. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean. Metric system is not that bad. Five stone. You're talking about weight. Oh, oh, I need sorry. to give you a science lesson. I, Thank you, yes, please. Please. I, oh, I actually do need what that. What happened to you being like a neuroscience? <laughs> I, I know it's two meters. I'm just... <laughs> it's content. So I do this thing every single year and it's actually, it's becoming quite scary. I mm. tell them because purple is my favorite color and obviously therefore purple is the best color. And right. I love science, therefore science is the best subject. And I will say this and I will bring it up in tests and quizzes and it will be like a, a factor and opinion quiz. And I'll say purple is the best color, factor opinion. And kids will be all confused because like, well, technically that's an opinion. But because Miss Ismail thinks that, then it's a fact. So then it, that, and then that's what they think wow. for the whole year. So now if you go to any of my older students, so I have students that are in year eight now, and you say to them, and I'll ask them, what's the best color? And they go, purple. What's the best subject? <laughs> Science. So I brainwash them. And I'm not, oh like, I'm slightly proud of it, but I'm kind of scared as well that I could do that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, my year six is now, there was one student who was like, I will never do this. I'm never going to say purple is the best colour. He came up to me literally two weeks into him being in year six and I wasn't teaching him anymore and he came up to me and he was like, fine, this is now. Purple is the best colour, science is the best subject. I was like, could you, wow. could you raise your voice a little bit? And then I was like, hold on, where's my phone? I need to record this. And I recorded him and I was like, I'm saving this Oh my because God. I'm teaching wow. your sister and I want to see how far along it. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's fine. Because he used to always say to me, how do you get them so brainwashed? And I was like, ta-da! <laughs> this is how... Are you, are you, <laughs> sorry, are you admitting yes. to some weird social experiment that you're carrying saying, out on these kids? I admit I think to it's nothing. Amazing. I'm just talking about my experience. Ah, do not right. I have taught you well. Mohammed Ismail. <laughs> I have taught you well, my oldest sibling. I just like in in five ten years, it's gonna be like Sweden. The flag turns purple. The president is Ines. Like yeah. it's very confusing. Yeah. Like what? Why it did happens. all of a sudden change? It will happen. <laughs> People walk out the house going purple, 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 purple. 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 Actually, it's funny. That's purple bringing me is joy. Like... To, that's bringing me joy. Just hearing you say that together. <laughs> wow. could, you, could you do it again? I... Do it again. <laughs> Purple. Don't do it, Ahmed. Stop, Ahmed. Stop, stop, Ahmed. I can't stop. I can't stop looking into this darkness. I am the only strong one here. Stop it. Stop it, guys. Step out of it. She's getting to your brains. See, and I've been talking to you for half an hour, and look what I did. Now, I had them for a whole year. This is the power of teaching. Oh, God. It's all about confidence. It's how you say it, not what you say, you know? Also, if you say it with a British accent, 
That's Everything true. is true. That's yeah. true. That's actually like research proven. Yeah, true. no, like there was like some statistics saying just like yeah, if you if you hear something in an American accent versus a British accent, you're just gonna think the British person is smarter. Like you're yep. just gonna you, by <laughs> default. Like there, I don't remember the the article or like it was anything, on that one like, show. What was it? That that um. The the exper the hundred people experiment or oh, whatever it is it's called. Yeah. Um, there was like a series on that. Oh, I yes. started to watch that. I got a little bit bored. It was it was a little bit like uh, monotonous, but it yes. was fun. Uh, later on, they did like a different different experience. They did one that was just like, we're gonna torture you for an evening. Oh, and then they just they just, gave they just did PTSD. that. PTSD. Right, they, like, and they proved like, PTSD. Now those poor people have PTSD. Oh, so confusing. Um, but it just took one night, and then people were having like traumatic responses to specific noises used during the evening. I was like, why? Why was this the experiment? It was like a weird dark turn for the whole show, and then it went back to like, how many balloons can you pop with your butt? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> why did we do the PTSD thing and oh, then go gosh. back to this? Like, what's going on? Uh. They got consent and everything, but it was so weird. I mean, everyone was being paid, right? Yeah. So I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll stay up all night. It's fine. An ethical science thing. So when you're teaching science to all the students, I feel like that is kind of your day job. Um, what kind of stuff do you do, like, outside of that i mean like i know you're like pretty much running full-time job two full-time jobs with like raising a family and then also teaching students like is there any other like side projects that you're working on i'm one of those people that likes to do a thousand things at the same time complain about it but really enjoy it those people wow. you know like i, I work just, best i feel under so pressure. seen <laughs> <laughs> i work i work best under pressure i signed up for a couple of courses before christmas um mm. all relating to stem um, how to teach STEM in primary schools, different resources. Um, I was putting, like, I was connected to lots of other teachers around Europe, doing different projects together. That was really, really good and really, really insightful because then you get a different look into the way you teach. Because with right. STEM, it's great. Unfortunately, Sweden does not see science as a core subject. Swedish, what? English, and maths are the core subject. Don't get me started. I, I get very upset about this. Um, that's so weird yeah but sweden yeah yeah i mean no, swedish we... english language subjects and then maths um wow. so science sort of gets left behind a little bit when it comes to trying to get students to do things so you need to try and science is a completely different language so i, te I teach in an international school that's bilingual and mm. i teach in english so mm. english for most of the students isn't even their second or third language sometimes and then on top of that, I'm using words that they don't use in everyday life. You don't, they don't go right. and look, say, oh, look at the flowers or look at the flower doing a little bit of photosynthesis. Like they don't, right. that's not a word that they would use <laughs> every day. We we, uh, we squeeze the green out of it and we're like, mm, look at the look chlorophyll. At the chlorophyll, yes. Chlorophyll. Ah, yes. I mean, we are around plants all the time, so. <laughs> we saw forces us around plants all the time. Plants are anyway, good. Anyway, make you happy. <laughs> So thank you gives you good oxygen like it's all good no oh, no it came in handy um uh, having an apartment filled with plants that give you good oxygen when the fires were out and about well and, i would uh, argue the that the were fires shut. were the plants fault i mean if they wouldn't burn so no mildly, um climate change is the okay is we can talk fire. about this later thank you <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so you're teaching them jargon in classes that they wouldn't use normally. Yes. So science is a completely different language. It throws them off. But um, yeah, we we make it work. That's so wild because like steam is like the focus or like or I guess stem. 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 Oh, steam. Steam or stem. There's, there's two. Steam, so steam also exists. Yeah. yeah. Steam um, is the but, way that that's what everybody's talking about now. Like it's the it's the new it's the new STEM. We've moved on right. from STEM. Who needs STEM? So STEM. Wait, what's, what's the difference? Okay, STEAM so is there's an A in it. So. Uh, uh, la. Oh my. Oh, go ahead, dude. If you want, if you want, please, Ines. Any, that's it. Okay. Please, Ines. Go ahead. Go so ahead. So STEM is science, technology, engineering, and maths, and STEAM is science, technology, um, engineering, anything, any other subject, and maths. So you can cross curricular with other subjects on a specific topic, for example. Um, let's go back to photosynthesis. If you're talking about photosynthesis, you can get the kids to do an art project and then that's sort of related to the same thing and they're doing it all at the same time. Because with kids, they need repetition. And if right. they are hearing it in more than one subject from more than one person, it sinks in more than just me yeah. doing it in my lesson and then them going to do a completely different thing in arts, for example, or music. Yeah. Right. And and it is like it's the it's that repetition. It's also just kind of thinking about like um the what is it? multi interdisciplinary, right? So yes. like pro, pro like ideas that you learn in one discipline like apply suddenly to across disciplines, right? Yeah. Um mm. that's really cool. I, like uh, I was actually about to say like like the thing the subject that gets kicked here in the states is usually art, right? It's like science is life and math is life but art is like you know if we have the funding for it so it's interesting to hear that science is like the the black sheep in sweden it is it is art last year i believe got more hours or the year before um science wow. have reduced hours um yeah they like the creative side they like the creative aspect and they they've done their research into how mm -hmm. they want their sort of education system to what they want their education system to be built on so they yeah. have their perspective, but coming mm -hmm. from like having education in the UK, I mm -hmm. have a different perspective and mm -hmm. sometimes there's conflict and sometimes Clashes. it works for the best, you know. Could you make the icon purple? The the what purple? It's purple. purple. The icon. Purple. Can it's you can purple. you make it purple? purple. It's uh purple. I've already changed purple. it. I don't purple. I don't purple. purple. No, don't purple. give purple. in. Purple. You can make it purple. I love that purple is like the color because that's like the royal color, right? Like the royals exactly. would do the would do the purple and like mix in the blue yeah. with the red and it's There's like a lot that's of a meaning deal. behind it. Yeah, no, I, I see. Also it. relaxation, lavender. Mm-hmm. We saw love's lavender. I love the smell of lavender. See, you like purple. No, I like the smell of lavender. Purple. You like purple. We have it on tape. We're moving on. Inez, Inez. They're purple ladies This is the one thing that I might actually disagree with you strongly. Is purple is my least favorite color. Treachery! Treachery! your least favorite. Like, you like yellow over purple. Oh, yellow is my favorite color! Are you crazy? Yellow is the best color in the world. I thought, I thought we could have something, but I don't know anymore. See, that's why I need a full disclosure and to come clean and, like, 
I just want to make sure that you know. Yellow. I have a yellow chair. We have a yellow pillow in here right now. Like I love yellow. All of the mugs that I make, the inside are yellow. They're happy. It's just a happy color. Look at the stars. Look (laughs) how they (laughs) shine (laughs) for you. It was all yellow. It was all all purple. purple. Hey, stop it. (laughs) 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 But yeah, but no. um, Okay, but side note. Have you guys ever, okay, it has nothing to do with the color, right? It's not like being biased against the color or anything. It's like when you write the, the word purple in all uppercase letters, it's just uncomfortably like it looks wrong. Oh, here we go. But it's right. You know those people that say, I'm not racist, but. No, 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 I know, I know. And I wanted, I just wanted to clarify that it has nothing to do with like me, like not liking the color purple. It's just like, I'm a very big, when it comes visual and like, even like my hands, like when I write words, it just has to feel right. And then I had a whole entire day of writing words and words that don't feel right and words that do feel right and letters that feel right and letters that don't feel right. Anyways, so the word purple written in all caps is one of those words that looks incorrect, but then you look at it, okay, P-Q-R-P, but then it looks wrong and then you do it again and then it looks wrong and then you do it again. So I don't know. It's just one of those awkward words when it's all caps, it feels weird throwing that out there. You don't have I to mean, put this in the podcast, Muhammad. You should put it in the podcast. I think people need to hear this. Where people, was this even going? I don't know. It's just per- one of those so, things. In conclusion, purple is a bad color because when you write the word mm-hmm. in all caps. No, no, that's not in conclusion. No, 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 no. It's from her opinion, her perspective. It is 100%. Not concluding no, anything. No. No, it's all of it is my opinion. Whether it's like yeah, the, yeah. the color, the color purple written feels but, weird. It's my opinion, wait, but no, I don't no, know. No. We established um, at the beginning of this podcast that much like the American political system, all facts are all opinions are facts, and if you don't choose the right one, then you're not right. To be fair, I don't like like that really light lilac or like lavenderish color, and I hate and I really don't like like the pure purple color, but I do like a more warm purpley color like an violet. eggplant or like no not even violet like warmer than violet violet is leans more towards that like pure like we saw is very purple, passionate like, about colors the co- like 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 the crayon like the mark like when you buy markers and there's like oh mm-hmm. this is purple like mm-hmm. that purple I, I i it makes it makes me itch just a little bit <laughs> um <laughs> i've never heard anybody say and, but I like. I'm not going I'm not. I'm not letting my students listen to this. But I like. I like. I do like and love purple in nature. Okay, so no matter what shade of purple, like sometimes nature pulls out these really like it looks unnatural, but it's real um, colors. And when it's in nature, I hey, my hats off to it. And the fact that it's like one of those really um, interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with it in nature. It looks nice. But on its own, like the studio that I was working at, all the walls were purple, and um, that might be why you didn't like. You don't no, like it was purple. it was torturous Does it because bring back bad connotations. <laughs> like it's bad because it's because memories. it it's because it already disliked the color purple, and especially that like lilacy like, and that was the color of all of the walls. This all this talk of purple and yellow is making me think of Despicable Me, where it's like purple. Purple, purple, and then all the yellow little me's just like. <laughs> I'm 
uh, I don't know. So that's that's uh, my con- contribution here. So um, you know what's really funny? <laughs> when I was in when I was in year year ten, mm. I went around the class and. I just randomly started saying, I'm, I'm not even kidding, right? I just randomly started saying, Purple Monkey, Purple Monkey. <laughs> and then, and then, obviously, the one kid's reaction was like, okay, Muhammad being weird, okay. <laughs> and then I would just go, Purple Monkey, Purple Monkey. <laughs> and then Inas gets called I into, kid your, you not, into your classroom. Within, <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not, within half an hour, three other kids were going, Purple monkey. Purple monkey. <laughs> oh Is there not a power with the, with the word purple? It's, it feels like it. It's, it's, it's that oh royal power, you know? Oh my god. I mean, you don't have to like it. You just have to come to terms with the majority of the population does. But we can just move on. I like green. Just move on. Can we talk about green? I love green. What shade of green? I'm more of a forest green. I'm not. I'm not looking to uh, enter the realm of sm- of snot nor vomit. I'm oh. more of like the dark, like you yeah, know. like a khaki color. Yeah, a, a what? A khaki. Like color? your pants. A car. A khaki. 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 It's K H A K H A K I. No, yeah, I you know it. what I mean, Mohammed. I know it. what you mean too. I think khaki. I think khaki trousers. Khaki, yeah. Khaki. Yeah, the khaki. I'm Not sorry, khaki. but that's a color. That's a shade of color. Khaki is a color. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I. I. I when khaki, you say not khaki. No, when he when she says it, it makes me feel like I'm saying it wrong. Khaki <laughs> makes me feel so American for some reason. You're such. Oh wow! That ma- I hate that. I've been saying khaki my whole life, and now I'm like khaki. Oh god! You ruined it, boy. Head <laughs> purple, 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 purple. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I know is a lie. Stick to purple. It's safer. You can't uh, get that word wrong unless you're writing it in caps and it looks I'm, weird, right? So it looks weird. It looks weird. <laughs> Exactly. When you were talking about the spelling, I was sat there writing it, going, "What do you mean? Oh, like yeah. do you like when it's all all? Caps? Am I spelling it right? Does it look right? It looks wrong. She's mm-hmm. right. It doesn't. It's look wrong. the R with the P right next to each other. They're not different. And the enough. L, the and, L. You know, just, it just yeah. And I only found this out is because it was writing like um in the in the studio our shelves had um each one is a designated color so we know like where you put what, um and so when I was writing the purple shelf I was just like. I misspelled it and I did it again and I was like no 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 and I just I wrote it like seven times and it was correct physically each time but it was emotionally incorrect every time anyways let's move on we have like a we have like a whole page of her sketchbook that's just like writing words that are soothing yellow hello Oh my hello. gosh, hello is one of my favorite hello. words. I do love enjoy writing hello. If you look it's through my notebooks or my diaries, I do oh have like good. pages where I've written hello over. Oh, little as well. Mm-hmm. Little, yeah, little. especially if it's in cursive. Oh, it's so okay. good. Yes. And um, oddly enough, also, it's weird, but I also have like three pages of the word anxiety written. And it was weird because I was having oh. like an I was having like anxiety, so I was writing it, but writing it over and over again soothed me. It's one wow. of those words that 
when you write it in cursive, it just like flows in such a nice like. So and the X in the middle throws me off. And then so the X because you do it in the end, right? So you go you flow it, and then it's like done, and then you go. It's just like a nice little melodic like. So you know, you know, in those movies when you have just like either the incredibly smart person or the incredibly crazy person, you go into their like jail cell and like all the things are written all over the walls. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that's kind of me when I walk in on we saw like doing art. It's just, <laughs> she's just got all these words. It's just like death, anxiety, the the end is nigh. It's like yellow fellow, hello mellow. <laughs> The only difference is that it's not written in human feces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she has the tools. <laughs> or blood. And they all look aesthetically pleasing until you actually read what it says. And you're like, wow, that turn took a really dark turn. Or, but like, it looks so pretty. Yeah, but it's so it is dark. very pretty. But then you see it's just like the word like anxiety all like overlapping itself on a page to make a design. And you're like, I'm feeling some sort of way. You okay, honey? <laughs> I'm feeling God. different. Yeah. What would you call like your 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 dudes or your homies or your 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 friendos? Okay, so friends. I'm one of those people that I don't just call anybody friend. Ooh, fair, fair. I, it takes me a while to say you that earn person it. is. Yeah, yeah, and then especially oh, best friend as well. I I, I start with like close friend. Okay. I would use. Mm. I'm very like I don't like throwing those words around. Okay. Yeah. The word love and the word friend are two words that I don't like to throw around. And I know lots of people do. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember my, like, the people I worked with would say, on the way out, I, I love you. And I'll just stare back at them. Like, Thank you. But I'm not saying it back because, you know, it, you can't just say it. Like, it, that word has meaning. And the more you say it, I feel like the less meaning it has. Mm-hmm. And... To call everybody your friend. So when I was younger, everybody was my friend. Like, my phone was just full of all these numbers. Yeah. Um, And then the older I got, the more that I realized that, like, for someone to be your friend, they they mean something to you. It's not yeah. that you just see them in school. There's a difference between friend and acquaintance or yeah. friend and colleague or friend. So it took me a while to learn that. A lot of experience, a lot of, like, hitting, hitting my head against the wall, falling out with people. So, yeah, I don't... I have close friends. I have friends whose opinions I value. Right. Um, and if I do call someone a friend, they really are a friend. Is that a standard of their behavior as well? So I know that I have people who are like friends, but not necessarily like you, you have a certain level of expectation for them. So it's like, if I yeah. call them, they probably won't answer. But like, if some, if I'm in like a hard place, like, they would be helpful to talk to, you know? So is yeah. that like, oh, they're still a friend even though because of like the level of trust I've in, invested in them or are they like a friend because of a balance of the two? It's a balance of the two. It's hard, but it is, it's the older I get, the older I have to look for a balance. Um, for it's got to be, we've got to be friends on both ends. I'm not just their friend or they're not just my friend. Yeah. I wouldn't want someone to I wouldn't want someone to feel used by me mm-hmm. um, and I don't I certainly wouldn't want to feel used so I have friends I have close friends and then I have friends that I would call sisters mm. so I would I would say she was a sister from from another mister I have of a course, few of those yeah. where they are just like my sister they're very close to me mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's how I would define them really I'd have like little groupings mm. 
As a third culture kid, have you found it easy to make friends after moving to Sweden? So I work in an international school, um, which basically means there's a lot of third culture kids. There's a lot of people from different backgrounds. Um, and from our childhood, remember that we used to move around a lot. Like we started off in Leicester, then we went up north, then came back down south again. So there's a lot of moving. So like making friends or getting to know people hasn't really been an issue for me. Like I could sort of just start a conversation with most people. Mm. Um, it's di it's different, not because it's Sweden, it's different because now I have slightly older kids and where I am in life is slightly, slightly different to how I was before I was married or before I had kids. Mm -hmm. So it's different and I have more mummy friends, for example, like mum, people that have kids um then single friends mm. so it's a it's a mix it's a mix and i have it's really funny because i have a lot of my friends from work um that i see on every day um or i see maybe on the weekend but then i also have like there's a group of libyan ladies here as well oh. so you've got your libyan community connections as well and there's people that you get on with and yeah so it's, it's a mix mm. i guess and then you've got your friends back home but it's never the same when you're in two different countries to take that one step further has being a third culture kid made it easy or made it easier to be away from home going to another country is just you know well yeah, there you go another country onto the list um i think so i found it pretty easy i found that i think i found that use uh, the move easier than my husband did because i've done it before like we lived in the uk um and then when I got married, I was sort of in between Libya and the UK. Mm. So it was, I just get on with it. Like, I'm okay. Just put me in a new surrounding. It'll take me um, a few days to find my feet and then I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure whether it's, it's a mix between being a third culture a kid or, and because we moved around so much when we were younger. Mm hmm I think that all plays into it because some people just they can't adapt very quickly and some people do like mm. you just you go with the flow i think right but i guess where would you say like home is um like that that's kind of like a loaded question like a lot of people are yeah. like oh i have you know so many places i've been to but none of them are kind of home my home right and so like yeah. is is somewhere's particular home is it kind of a lot of people can define it by people like the space that yeah. certain people build or i think my first home is wherever my kids and my husband are like that's home home mm -hmm. um and then my second home would be the uk because that's where my parents are not because it's the uk like mm. the uk is where i was brought up it's where i went to like all my primary school secondary school university my first job all in the uk but my parents are there and they are my other home. Like that's where I feel at home. That's where I feel comfortable. That's where I can be a hundred percent myself. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, you never really feel at home anywhere because you'll never really fit in anywhere. And that's okay. Like that is something else that I, you have to come to terms with because you can be in the UK and you're like, well, I'm British, right? I'm British. I, I speak English. Mm -hmm. I have a degree from a British university, but really you're not 100% British. You're, you, don't, you don't conform to 
societal ideals that they have not everything fits yeah the way you are not everything fits your culture not not everything fits your religion you go to libya and when i got married and i was there and i was like right well i'm libyan right i was born here like i am libyan my aunts and uncles are here they are my neighbors but then i was like well um no i don't really fit in here either like i was always i always did things slightly differently to them Mm -hmm. they would always sort of like go oh okay yeah okay like it's fine. Like she, she was raised abroad. They do things differently. Like you get that those kind of comments. Yeah, yeah. And then you move to Sweden, and the best thing about working in an international school is everybody is different. Everybody. So I found other. that I just take what I like from each culture, mm-hmm. and I make my own. So there are certain aspects from the Libyan culture that are great. So you take, you hold on to those, and there are things that are not great. So you you get rid of them. Same with the British culture. Great things, not so great things. Same with the Swedish culture. And then you combine it to make your own sort of like family culture or family life. And and you go with it. And that's what you're teaching your kids. Because values at the end of the day, they're all the same wherever you live. Yeah. Like the values are all the same. But then that begs the question, right? What what does it mean to be British or what does it mean to be American? And You can still call yourself British even if you don't conform to all the quote unquote British traits, whatever that means. And that... I guess that's that's why I'm asking the question in the first place because Britainland, it's a fruit salad of all these different norms and and cultural traits coming into one place. Perhaps a few decades ago, if you if you said, "Oh, that's that person is British," you would have a specific individual in mind. But in 2021, when you say, "Oh, I'm British." I feel the spectrum no, is a lot case. wider now where mm-hmm. you can be, you know, you, c- you can have certain Libyan cultural traits that you hold on to because you value them and you have your religious uh, upbringing and beliefs because you value them. You see value in them and you see value in them for society. But th- you can still call yourself British. Do you see what I mean, Ines? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, there are things that, you feel make you British but then like you said what is British what is Libyan what is Swedish I was thinking about this the other day me and my friends were talking about it what makes you that that person like what makes you that culture what makes you that like you can say you're Swedish but what makes you Swedish why are you Swedish is it because because anybody can come to Sweden and live here for a few years work make money and then they can become a Swedish citizen mm-hmm. right I mean, but they weren't born here. They don't have Viking ancestors, for example. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, I've been thinking about this a lot and I've been thinking about borders and what's the point of borders and what's the point of passports. Right. And why do I need a visa to go to a different part of the world? Like, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, we should all be able to travel. Like, it's I so... got a little bit, the conversation got a little bit deep with my friends. Mm. Yeah. We, we see it as like so lovely and so innovative and so progressive like the freedom to roam kind of thing it's like oh yeah you can go places but at the same time it's like yeah i feel like the freedom to roam should be just kind of inherent this is all one yeah. big world and we decided to draw lines so that some people can be accountable for a certain amount of other people so we can do money and uh your entire identity is suddenly decided by these lines in the sand that don't really exist like uh, i'm a i'm a 
Tuareg like uh, Bedou in like the south of Libya and I go between Chad, like Chad. Chad and Libya and like Niger and all these places right like it's like I'm not walking I'm like not running into a wall uh, when I go between countries like it's all just you know the world so it, it's interesting to see like how uh, historically we moved from like empires right to the ottoman empire and now suddenly it's all like these these country these like almost not quite like city states but like all of these national individual entities like um and then like what's the difference between an empire and uh the united states or like the united kingdom now or like it, it, the, it becomes kind of unclear um these lines and why they need to be there aside from just like human organization i guess Inas, earlier we were talking about how you you're a school teacher and you're a mom and um and it's like content and you're happy with it but you were also saying that you're that kind of person who juggles 700 different things complains about it but actually loves it so aside from what we know about you what other what other side project hustle stuff um thing do you do um that add to your plate but also add to your fulfillment and joy in life i guess (laughs) when i got married i wasn't really much of a baker beforehand to be honest Mama kind of did everything. We'd help around, like, with the basics. But when I got married and I moved to Libya, afternoon tea is a big thing there. Like, it's a thing. So you need to bring your game. Like, you need to have something. So I would always look up different recipes and I would try things. And it sort of just took off from there. And then I had my kids and I would want to make them homemade biscuits or homemade cakes instead of the shop-bought things. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I was, it was a lot of trial and error. And the best thing about baking and cooking Mm -hmm. is it's, it's like science. It's like doing an experiment. When you do an experiment, you have your scientific method. You're following this method, like your step-by-step guide to try and get a result. That's what baking is. You're following a recipe to try and get a certain result. So I can't, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Like I'm, I drive mama insane. Whenever she's trying to give me a recipe, she's like, I need a museum if like I bought it. And Lala, mama, no, no, no. You need to get the measuring cups. I have the same ones here. Just measure for me. Tell me exactly what I need. And that's how I bake and that's how I cook. Whereas like mama and my sister are more like, we'll add a little bit of this and a little bit of that and it comes out great. So I... Uh, I'm like them. Yeah. And I, I have like... <laughs> I'm on their side. <laughs> No, no, it works really well for people. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could. Like certain flavors that I know work well together, I will add them. But I wouldn't I wouldn't sort of go, oh, shall I add three cups of sugar or two cups? I mean, that's a lot of sugar to add to anything. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around with the ratio of things, you know? But flavors, you can mix around. Whereas mom was like, well, we'll try this out. Let's see what happens. Yep. Um, and then I would write all these recipes down or I'd save them and then I would moving around to like living in three different countries you end up losing things so I was like okay if I have like an Instagram page and I take a picture of my food and then I write the recipe I will always have it like wherever I go as long as I have internet I will have the recipe so basically my page online is just all these recipes that I've tried that I've liked 
and I will either sort of link to the recipe or just have the recipe there. Um, and there are things mm-hmm. that I've been cooking for years and there are things that I've just tried recently. Um, so mm-hmm. I quite enjoy that. And I like the just the taking the photos aspect. But then with photography, natural light is your, your friend, which we don't get much yeah. of in winter here in Sweden. And the few hours that we do get, I'm at work. So it never really works out well. Uh, Wasal? Yes? I know there's a time difference, but uh, what's the time? Oh, it's funny that you ask, because it's, um, uh, it's question time! Yeah. It's question time. <laughs> If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Um, can we have Palestine back? And can we get rid of borders? And can we sort out the homeless ed- and education, please? And science is the best subject and purple is the best colour. Wow. Cool. Knock that one out. What are you currently reading? Becoming by Michelle Obama. What's your main takeaway so far? Um, there's a story behind every closed door. What is in your fridge right now? Eggs, milk, um, vegetables, butter, cheese. There's a lot of cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese. If you were to choose a song for a fight scene that you were in, what song would it be? Like, what would it be? I'm a survivor, I guess. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I see that. I see you in us. Okay. 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 Uh, finally, when you're not working, how do you like to spend your time? Asleep. No. Um. <laughs> Said every mother ever. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's the one thing we don't get. No. Um, out and about with the kids. Cool. 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 Thank you so much for being part of Third Culture. Thank you. This was lovely and funny, and we will be like catching up more because I would love to hear more of the untold story of Muhammad Ismail. He only gives us what he wants us to hear, apparently. You let me know. I'm always ready for a part two. I will. I will even bring photo evidence. I don't know what she's saying. It's just all made up propaganda. You know, it's like what I love about this is your reaction. Only confirms right? <laughs> everything. Oh god! Right. Oh. There's nothing he can he can say. There's nothing he can say to defend himself. He knows it's true. We were all there. My memory is slightly better than his because I was slightly older. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. speaking of memoryness, um, uh, yeah, you know that what's that word again? Oh yeah, that's right. The word you supposedly made up, bechamel. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, my memory is so amazing, Wait, but I don't remember the scandal <laughs> of bechamel. Wait. Wait. Wait, what? Wait, hold on, hold on. So we saw. Venta, venta, so we venta. saw. Ines is the No, no, venta. We, we hold saw, on one no, don't vent, don't, don't Swedish me. Don't at me in Swedish. Listen. Can you just slaughter for a second? No, hold no, 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 no. Don't. No, no, no. So we saw. Ines is the eldest, right? Now, yes. Imen and I we are we were young impressionable kids 
in walks Ines going, guys. It's still very impressive. So check this out, right? This this thing here is bechamel. And we were like, what? What's bechamel? And she was like, yeah, it's a word I made up. And we were like, oh my God, our older sister just made up a word. It's so cool. Oh my God, wow. bechamel. Yeah. Brainwashing from day one. <laughs> Boom. Imagine my surprise. Imagine my surprise, my this. dismay, my disappointment when I am wow. in the big bad world and I hear wow. somebody else using the word bechamel and I'm like, hang on a minute. That's Ines's word. And I'm like, wow, Ines really gets out there. Like her words really, wow, she's an influencer. Wow. Wrong. It wasn't her word. Did you, was it like, did you find out that it wasn't her word by like saying, oh, my sister invented that word? Like, I, no, 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 no. Thank God the Lord above saved me from that embarrassment. I found out that she made it up when I heard it on TV. You were like, there's no way in hell that this, that my sister would have created a word that that. That is that famous, is what you're saying? Is what you're saying is that you. Uh, 100%. 100%. I was like, wow, damn. Of... She lied to us. <laughs> wow. I didn't lie. I don't remember this ever happening. I think it might be in your head. And if it did ever happen, I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen to you as a child. Um, bechamel is not a word that you would use every day. So my brain could have thought, that's a weird word. Did I make it up? It happens. Don't try but to explain yourself out of the bech- the great happening. bechamel scandal of 1994. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ines, for joining us. Um, this was fun. This was a blast. Thank you for having me. It was great. It was lovely, Ines Ismail. If you guys don't already follow her, um, my underscore Kitchen Chronicles. Dun, 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 dun. Cool. Thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to hearing more from you all. Look out for our posts on our Twitter and Instagram pages, both Third Culture Block with a three. This is Mohammed Ismail, Isad Jibreel, and Ahmed Mustafa.